0: If you're at the airport, you park, they park you in a room until you get on the next flight back home. Uh, the deal is, how much power would these individuals have while in Canada? Now, the Prime Minister says uh, it's better to be cleared for entry into the United States while here in Canada because as long as you're on home turf, you're protected under the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms as opposed to those American laws we just talked about. However, Bill C-23 does expand the powers of those foreign agents, read U.S. Customs Officers, here in Canada, they will have the power to detain you. Now, they can't lock you up. It's not their country. But they can detain you for questioning and ultimately hand you over to Canadian authorities. Uh, Davey there. I am here, yeah. Well, Hi, good good morning and welcome to the program. My apologies. I think I pressed the wrong button twice and cancelled you twice. My apologies there, Dave. Good to have you with us. Tell us more about Bill C-23 and why we're so split on it.
1: Yeah, so this is an interesting one. This has kind of been, um, it's a touchstone for uh, the the expansion of kind of these U.S. powers in Canada. Right. So people um, are generally supportive of the bill, the preclearance. Uh, process itself is is pretty popular, so you actually do see more people in Canada saying that um, they support the expansion of pre-clearance. Sure, it's these, it's these three elements of the bill that that draw the ire of a, a number of people, and uh, we can get into those three specific elements. Please there. do D- uh, go ahead, Dave. So. Uh, the, the first one is that U.S. border agents, um, as it stands now, are not allowed to carry firearms in Canadian preclearance facilities, but uh, both uh, Canadians in, the, in Canadian officers in the U.S. and U.S. officers in Canada would be given that right. So U.S. officers would be allowed to carry their firearms in Canadian facilities. Um, four in ten Canadians say that they, they are opposed to this portion of the bill. Mm-hmm. And then uh, an increased number, closer to a split, say that they're uh, they're opposed to this idea that people can be detained and that uh, U.S. border agents can now conduct uh, script searches, physical searches on travelers. So those two elements specifically are uh, are opposed by half of Canadians when you ask them about this process.
0: Understandable too Dave. Uh, I'm curious about the detained part. Uh, the strip search is fairly self-explanatory and decidedly unpleasant but what does this detention thing mean? If you're detained if you're held up going through a pre clearance by an armed US customs official in a Canadian airport and they're not satisfied with what information you're given or maybe something pops up on, your sc- on their screen that you can't see and they need you to step aside and come with me, please, and go into this in, uh, interrogation room or whatever. How long does this bill allow them to detain you, a Canadian, in a Canadian airport?
1: Yeah, this is the real. This is one of the real sticking points with the bill is that um, it doesn't specifically outline what would be considered an unreasonable delay. So, the bill, as it's worded, says that you can be detained by a U.S. official who can see. Uh, they they can assess whether or not you've broken any Canadian laws, or um, like I said, they can they can undertake a strip search. But um, it says that they can't unreasonably delay you. But there's no definition of how long that delay would be. So that's kind of up to uh, the the actors in individual situations at this point, and it's one one of the the points of the bill were Canadians would like to see some more clarification on what that means
0: because, yeah uh, because you know, unreasonable, un- unreasonable is is a nice l- word but it doesn't define anything it's it's an adjective that uh, is really vague isn't it
1: yeah it, it really is and and that's one of the issues that we've seen um, this is what we encountered actually with the Islamophobia bill that or the motion m103 last last week when we were t- talking about that is that um there's this lack of definition of Islamophobia that Canadians were particularly concerned about, and it's the same case here where there's uh, there's a term that seems a little bit ambiguous um, and Canadians aren't sure how to interpret it.
0: So is it likely that there will be more support for the bill if indeed the government were to clarify uh and uh, some of these? Uh, vague, and I suspect deliberately written to be vague, uh, descriptive adjective, do you think that might up the level of support? Or do you think the poll that you took, and it's only a few days old, is pretty uh, pretty bang on, no matter what the government does?
1: Um, I think that there's an interesting split. So it's a little bit open to interpretation at this point. So um, when you ask Canadians whether or not the bill, or preclearance itself should be expanded, Under the framework of C23, only 23% say that, given all of these aspects, they support it. Um, You get one in three who say that they would like to see an expansion, but not with these elements included. So When you take some of them out, the the support does go up. So uh, it's an interesting kind of balance between security and personal freedoms, and it's this kind of conversation that we're having a lot uh, in 2017 and in, in recent years. Um, so clarification would certainly help, um, and it, maybe separating apart these two things, I think there's a reason that they're included in the bill, the pre-clearance, which people like, and then some of these elements, which are less popular.
0: Does um, it... Does the government show any appetite, Dave, for for doing any uh, moderating or modifying to the uh, the bill, or is what Goodale tabled uh, late last year uh, is that C twenty three going to remain intact? Could there be some based on polling information from your organization and input from voters across the country? Is there room for the government to move, or are they? Is this sort of etched in stone? Let's get on with it.
1: Well, I think they would have a difficult time insofar as the. U.S. version of this has already been put in place. Yeah, so um, they Trudeau has defended it and and likely feels an obligation to leave it in place um, as it was kind of designed in, in uh, cooperation with the U.S. version of the bill. But that said, it will go to to uh, the Senate now, I believe, and will be debated and we'll have multiple more readings. So we've got a there's a lot of uh, different steps where different elements of it could be subjected to uh, criticism and could be changed. So it, it'll be interesting to monitor because it passed a second reading in March and it will have a number of uh, opportunities for both the Senate and the House to review the bill and propose amendments, and per- particularly um change these more controversial uh, elements as we've we've outlined.
0: You're absolutely right, Dave. It will be interesting to monitor. And with people like you on our side, uh, we're going to continue doing precisely that. Thank you for making yourself available to us this morning. We appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.